baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobulb.org. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Today is Sunday, the 15th of August, 2021, and our family worship service uh, commence normally at 9 at the Bosman Congregational Church, but this is also a sermon that uh, will be distributed into uh, the East and Ebenezer Congregational Church, and the Congregational Church at the East and Ebenezer Church, the service commences at 10. And so let us join together as we listen to the readings of today. And so today you are charged to do all the readings yourself in your own personal time and in your own personal space. I'm going to provide the readings for today for uh, to you. And the readings come to us from the Holy Scriptures, the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verses 16 to verse 22, as our first reading. Our second reading comes to us from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verses 1 to verse 5. And our gospel reading for today comes to us from the gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 5 and verse 6. There are some verses that I would like to focus on for today's family worship service, and these verses I would like to read to you from the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verses 16. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. And uh, Ruth is speaking to Naomi. And last week we have had a, a sermon on Naomi and Naomi's family, but this week our focus is on Ruth. So Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me ever so severely if anything but death separates you and me. This is the word of the Lord. And then from the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1, and it's just the first verse, first verse 1a, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And then from the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 1, verse 5. Solomon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was, was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. This is the good news of Christ. Let us join together in prayer. Jesus, you have demonstrated to us a life of freedom. Today we long to be released from all that binds us and all that holds us captive. Challenge us as we open our ears and hear you speak to us in the proclamation of your message today. Jesus, like you open the eyes of the blind, open our eyes to look with insight at the world around us and open our minds that 
so that we may know and that we may understand the truth about the world around us. Jesus, help us to experience in our hearts the gift of the new covenant you have to offer us. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. And so friends in Jesus Christ, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, uh, since it is Women's Month, we are just focusing on the women in the Bible. The theme for our service this morning is giving it up. Giving it up. And so, friends, in Jesus Christ, one thing about the United Congregational Church of Southern Africa, and I suppose many other denominations across the world, is her cultural diversity. Her cultural diversity says that each individual that make up the membership of the denomination is unique, and there is amongst us a recognition and a celebration of our individual differences. Our cultural diversity brings with it a wider range of skills. It improves our insight into different cultures and it grants the church the opportunity to speak to different national contexts. And so the UCCSA teaches us that the human race is one And it is within this context of human diversity that unity, that the unity of humanity truly presents its face. The unity that we notice as it appears in the diversity dispel negative stereotypes and personal biases about the different groups. And there is a respect for ways of being that is not necessarily our own. This being said, it is not easy to give up our cultural identity and to voluntarily choose to begin an entirely new life because as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and as persons who have placed Jesus firmly in the hub of our lives, we normally embrace surrounding cultures use indigenous language, we normally embrace music and art forms and fill it with Christian meaning. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we find our home in new cultural settings and we borrow new languages to tell the story of our loving God who entered the great and who enacted the great miracle of salvation on behalf of all humanity. We use indigenous language, we use music and art, art forms, to tell people of different cultures that the wonder of salvation is for all time, that the wonder of salvation changes our lives, that the wonder of salvation turns evil people into holy people, that salvation creates faith in doubting minds and salvation brings hope and healing, wholeness and liberation for those people who would otherwise despair. 
Ruth is urged by her mother-in-law, Naomi, to return to her people, the Moabites. But she would not be dissuaded. Ruth was determined to abide with Naomi, whatever the consequences for her may be in the future. And in a conversation with her mother-in-law, Ruth renounced her cultural identity, she renounced her religion and nationality, and voluntarily chose to go to Judah or to go to Bethlehem, and there in Bethlehem to commence with a total and complete new life. In conversation with her mother-in-law, Naomi, Ruth said, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from here. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. Ruth chapter 1 verses 16 and 17. But is it possible that one can renounce your identity? Is it possible that one can voluntarily begin an entire new life? Ruth, the Moabites, would have been expected to worship the god called Kamosh, and now she was ready to worship the God of Israel. It was a testimony to both her deceased husband and to her mother-in-law Naomi that Ruth was willing to entrust herself to God, whom they worship, the God of Israel. Naomi and her family was the living example of the life that God expects that Israel should live at the time. The family's devotion to God left Ruth in no doubt as to the standard that God expected from his followers. And Ruth also desired to live the abundant, spiritful life that God offered to you and me and Naomi and her family at the time. Living without God, Ruth was spiritually asleep or even spiritually dead. But following God will awaken her from a spiritual sleep. Following God will awaken her from a spiritual slumber, make her alive, brings her to life, and God will put God's spirit in her so that she can become aware of the spiritual things. Therefore, with God firmly in the center of her life, she will be able to respond to God's call. With God firmly in the center of her life, she will be able to respond to God's command. Nicodemus, who came to Jesus by night, struggled with following Jesus. When Jesus pointed him to the new life that he needed to voluntarily embark upon, when Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Surely, Nicodemus said, a man cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born again. The Gospel according to St. John chapter 3 verse 4. 
How can a man be born in his old age? Asked Nicodemus. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, Ruth stands as a shining example of rebirth. She renounced all that she could be expected to hold dear in Moab, her culture. She renounced her people, her identity, her nationality, and even her worthless gods as she expressed love and loyalty to Naomi and as she expressed love and loyalty to the God of Israel. Ruth did not come to faith in God in one blinding flash of light or through a dramatic encounter with God that redirected her journey from the point, from that point onwards. Ruth did not come to faith in God because she wrestled with her doubts and reservations and finally arrived at a deep conviction that God should become the foundation of her spiritual awareness. Maybe, just maybe, this is how you have come to follow Jesus Christ. Or, even perhaps like me, you have grew up, you've grown up in a church, developed a consciousness of God, and our faith in Jesus Christ matured as we walk with God. And we have grown to a point where we realize that we cannot dismiss Jesus Christ as an unimportant figure from the past with no relevance for us today. And so we desire to know, to know Jesus intimately. And there is nothing, but nothing in the world that is more important than having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you have missed out on this most important thing in life, you can do something about it. And you can something do something about it right now. And you can make a choice for Jesus or simply dismiss Jesus as an unimportant figure from the past with no relevance for you or with no relevance for your family today. And so you can dismiss Jesus. You can make that choice if you want to. But then you also need to, need to embrace the consequences that come to that kind of choice. Decide to put your faith in the one who died on the cross of Calvary. For you and me, and this will be the turning point in your life. And when you reach this turning point in your life, where you have now decided to place the one, Jesus Christ, who died for us on the cross of Calvary, firmly at the very hub of your life, then you need to utter this, this prayer. Jesus, I desire nothing more than getting to know you more intimately. This is the prayer that you then have to say. Jesus, I desire, I desire nothing more than getting to know you more intimately. Because it is at this point, when we make this prayer, when we pray this prayer, when we come before God, when we have accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our lives, and we stand in the presence of God, and that when we have when we have opened our life to the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and that we have prayed this prayer that Jesus I desire nothing more than getting to know you more intimately. It is at this point that the Spirit of God 
begin to search our spirit and reveals to us those things that are contrary to God's will for our lives. But the Spirit of God will also help us to overcome hurdles. The Spirit of God will also guide us through our dark days, difficult times and challenging moments in life. And it is at this point the Spirit of God will also assist us to overcome obstacles and to cope with setbacks and the challenges that life throws at us from time to time. Our journey may even be difficult, but we can be assured that we will grow in grace and that we will grow in the knowledge of God. We can be sure again, I say. Our journey may even be difficult, but we can be assured that we will grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and that we will enjoy fullness of life, the fullness of life that Christ has to offer as we submit ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. And so as God's Spirit search our spirits, at the point at which we commit ourselves to Jesus Christ, at the point at which we accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our lives. And sometimes you may even say, but you never tell us how to accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our lives. I know I need to do it, but I don't know how to do it. And so this morning, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, I would like to suggest that if you are serious about accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, and to place Jesus at the very center of your life, then go into your room. All that you need to do is to close your eyes, sit up straight, quietly, with your hands on your lap, palms upwards, palms facing the ceiling, and whisper to yourself, Jesus, I accept you as the Lord and Savior of my life. And for a few moments, just quietly, Whisper this, Jesus, I accept you as the Lord and Savior of my life. And then you go over and pray. And then you have accepted Jesus at this point. And so when we accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our lives, God's Spirit search our spirit. And the old imperfect standards falls away. And we receive a fresh vision of what our lives can become when Jesus Christ is the Lord of our lives. Old sins are stripped away. And sin loses its grip and it loses its power over us. And we move more towards a full and a satisfying life. Ruth, the morbid tests, who became a worshipper of Israel's God, exhibited a faith in God and a loyalty to God that was rare at the time in Israel. And she was rewarded for her faith in God, and she became the ancestress of King David. Says Matthew chapter 1 verse 5, Solomon is the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. 
Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David. And from this lineage Jesus was born, and so the prophet Isaiah has this to say in chapter 11, verses 1. The prophet said it in this way, A should will come up from the stump of Jesse. This was the reward of Ruth's faith in God. The reward for, her, for your commitment to Jesus Christ is that Jesus Christ offers you life in all its fullness, that Christ offers you love, he offers you forgiveness and hope and salvation, salvation from all circumstances and situations that you may encounter in life. And at the end of our lives, the gift of eternal life will be entrusted into our hands. But most importantly, right now, with Jesus at the center of your life, you will begin to reflect something about the goodness, something about the love of God. May God be with you as you continue to journey with God. And as you continue to walk with God and God walks with you, and may this walk and journey with God be for you and your family a blessed experience, just as it was for us. Glory be to God, our Creator. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, help us to put our trust in you now and forever. As living sacrifices in Jesus Christ our Lord, send us out into the world in the power of the Holy Spirit, to love and to work to your praise and, to, and glory. And so we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit. One blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. Receive the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ and go in peace. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. God be with you and God bless. Thank you for listening to this Spudcaster podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.